Hello, I'm Holly, and welcome to the podcast Spooky Saturday. My friend Kayla and I are here to question the suspicious, investigate the intriguing, and do our best to distinguish fact from fiction. Each episode, we dive headfirst into a topic of choice and find stories, evidence, history, and more to discuss and debate. Join us in earning some merit badges, Spooky Scouts. Now let's begin. Hey everyone, how's it going? Welcome to Spooky Saturday. Yay! Oh wow, my my hair is it's it's feeling it's feeling the quarantine today. Those listening to the podcast, you're doing yourself a favor. <laughs> That's not true. Oh no, it says there's no audio. Why is there no audio? There should be audio. The mystery. What's happening? Glitch. They're saying glitch in the matrix. Holly is accidentally muted. Isn't that wild? Don't know what's happening. What What about that current current events? Let me talk to you about current events. What about that earthquake? Because my friend Ashley lives in Reno and messaged me the other day. Saturday? Yes. The, today's Saturday. The other day that there was an earthquake and the epicenter was near Area 51. And I Googled it. And it's not like at Area 51. But I still choose to believe that there's something spooky there. Toot. Okay, you should hear me now. Ooh, the toot. The chat should hear me now. Toot toot. Toot toot. Anyway, that was aliens. Yeah, I think it was aliens. <laughs> I think it was like, uh, <laughs> aliens. It could be aliens busting out of Area 51. So what? It wasn't directly at Area 51. Perhaps the aliens tunneled out of yeah, Area 51. Per- perhaps. That's a thought. That was That was my current event. Just jumping into that while you were glitching no that's good i did i i did see um i saw someone post like there was a crack in the road like it didn't do much damage because there's not much out there obviously except for area 51 we don't know what happened there Mm could have destroyed many things there i did hear like roads were just it was basically road damage i feel like from my understanding but why are they destroying the roads yeah i don't know i don't know panad debur 85 thank you for (laughs) subscribing i'm sorry that we (laughs) Kayla and I were just talking, we were like, it's, it was just like one of, I mean, we were working, so like, we were working really hard to get the We Crowing Hen stuff out. So like, I was spending way too long on the computer, and um, I was just like, I was just dealing, we, we were both dealing with a lot. So then, like, Kayla's been dealing with a bunch of stuff, and then I just last night drank too much, for no reason. <laughs> so now I'm like, like, mildly hungover, which is like, I'm sure that we all understand making that mistake in quarantine sometimes but we're all mildly hungover so if we sound tired it's because we are we truly truly (laughs) are i am going to drink cider and maybe go get a second one i don't know yeah i encourage that you didn't drink too much last night i've just got some water because i feel like i haven't drank water in ten thousand years oh yes please please make sure to hydrate yeah if you're going to get crunk. So anyone who has experienced this, you know, shout out to you getting drunk in quarantine. It was Friday night, everyone. I hung out with friends on Zoom. My high school friends, they're doing good. Aww. My friend showed me her lizard. It was like eating some flies. It was very cool. Neat. Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't remember last night or what. Oh, see, see, Kayla's just blocking things out. It's so true. Kayla's just going like, what is it? Disassociating. And I was just drinking too much. Quarantine. But yeah. 
So anyway, and I wore my spooky vest today. I don't know if you saw it, Kayla. I'm like, on my spooky vest. I know. I finally got the shirt. I'm going to make mine now, finally. I finally Yay. got the, the patch. Oh, yeah. Yay. So I'm gonna, patch. I finally got it. It took until like two days ago. So that finally came Yay. in. And then I can wear my vest every episode. So I'll have it for next weekend. But yes, thank you to all of you. Uh, all of you. See, I'm already, I'm just going to, I'm just going to eject myself <laughs> into space. Thank you for listening, everyone on the podcast and here uh we had some donations to our coffee which were just wonderful yes, so thank, thank you. you whoever did that uh we appreciate you and appreciate you supporting this wonderful quality show where we show up totally sober not hungover and <laughs> educated <laughs> very well educated yeah so yes it's been great um i have a couple of fun current event things too obviously yeah that earthquake's messed up i want to believe in my mind that it was some like alien bs at area 51 i believe i just want to believe that yeah because ashley messaged me and she was like this you could talk about this on spooky saturday i was like i know thank you for agreeing that this is indeed (laughs) questionable and spooky because i don't it's just like they they don't i feel like that does not happen that Mm -mm. there so it's like hmm it's not as i mean you're pretty close there to, like, you know, to a lot of faults and stuff. So it's not uncalled for. I mean, it's not different. But it's, like, it's still, like, it's creepy that it's, like, out there. Also, like, who knows what sort of, like, equipment it jostled at Area 51. <gasps> like, we don't know. Could have, like, knocked over, like, a jar of aliens and they are running amok in the desert. Yes, it could have unleashed something. Who knows? Yeah. So all sorts of fun. A jar of aliens. Yeah, that's what I'm imagining. <laughs> My favorite, um, we got a bunch of really good stories today because this is another one of those topics where there's not a lot, if any, official research on it. It's just because it's so easy to like, it's so easy to like dismiss these as like your brain playing tricks on you. So I think uh, being able to like not, there's no way to really research them. I mean, maybe there, maybe there is, but no one's figured it out. So we just have a bunch of really interesting stories about people experiencing bizarre things. And uh, this one article has a lot of really, like, unfortunate stock photos. Oh, uh, unfortunate or <laughs> Just, like, appropriate. Like, like, a guy, like, one is just, like, people cutting sandwiches. Um, I have, I also have a Glitch in the Matrix story, which I don't think I've told you, Kayla. Oh, really? Yeah. So I don't know if you want to lead with that or lead with the ghost. Let's lead with the ghost story. Oh, your current events ghost story. Yeah, let's lead with a ghost story. So uh, the New York Times has an article out about people living in haunted houses during the quarantine, which I think is just absolutely fantastic. Um, I'll read. It's it's pretty short, so I'll read. It will mean short for like usually stuff. It's actually a little long, but I, I think it's worth reading because it's really it's. It's fascinating to read about people's ghost stories while stuck in quarantine. Mm-hmm. And what's weird is a lot of them turned out really positive. <laughs> like, like the ghosts are just like, hey, I know you're going through a lot and you got a promble. So, <laughs> so, you know, I'll just like put the covers over you. Oh, what? To help you out. <laughs> like, like, like everything seems like it's just really chill. Is my camera blurry? What, what the? What, it's a glitch. What you, what? It's a glitch. What is that there? Oh my god, everything's falling apart. Yeah, so the ghosts are being like they're being little sweeties. They're just really little, nice. Little, sweet, little, little sweethearts. All right, so I'm gonna just read this. It's a birthday. I'm just gonna read this little article. It's fun. I'll link it 
in the chat afterwards. Um, it's from the New York Times, which I love seeing paranormal articles on legitimate news sources because then it makes it like less laughable and more like valid that these are experiences that people are having. Right. Instead of just dismissing them. Because like even in the article, like you'll see it's like, well, we all know ghosts aren't real. And it's just like, okay, I get it. You're the New York Times. You have to put that in there. But, <laughs> <laughs> but how do you really feel? Yeah. All right. So the article's called Quarantining with a Ghost. It's scary. <laughs> for, those, <laughs> for those who believe they're locked down with spectral roommates, the pandemic has been less isolating than they bargained for. It started with the front door. Adrian Gomez lives with his partner in Los Angeles, where their first few days of sheltering in place for the coronavirus pandemic proved uneventful. They worked remotely, baked, took a two-mile walk each morning, and refined their porcelain kitchen s- or refinished their porcelain kitchen th- sink. Oh. But then one night, the doorknob began to rattle vigorously, so loud he could hear it from across the apartment. Yet no one was there. In, in mid-April, Mr. Gomez was in bed, when a nearby window shade began shaking against the window frame so intensely, despite the fact that the window was closed, an adjacent window shade remained perfectly still, and the cats were all accounted for, and no bug nor bird nor any other small creature had gotten stuck in there. That Mr. Gomez thought it was an earthquake. I very seriously hid myself under the comforter, like you see in horror movies, because it really did freak me out, he said. Now, though neither he nor his partner noticed any unexplained activity at home before this, the couple can distinctly make out footsteps above their heads. No one lives above them. I'm a fairly rational person, said Mr. Gomez, who is 26 and works in IT support. I try to think, what are the reasonable, tangible things that could be causing this? But when I don't have those answers, I start to think maybe something else is going on. They're not alone. Possibly in more ways than one. For those who experience, whose experience of self-isolation involves what they believe to be a ghost, their days are punctuated not just by Zoom meetings or homeschooling, but by disembodied voices, shadowy figures, misbehaving electronics, invisible, ca- invisible cats cozying up on couches, caresses from hands that aren't there, and even in some cases, to borrow the technical parlance of Ghostbusters, free-floating, full-torso vaporous apparitions. <laughs> some of these people are frightened, of course. Others say they just appreciate the company. There is no scientific evidence for the existence of ghosts, a fact that has little bearing on our collective enthusiasm for them. According to a 2019 YouGov survey, 45% of U.S. adults believe in ghosts. In 2009, the Pew Research Center found that 18% of Americans believed themselves to have seen or otherwise encountered one. Mm. Thanks for the stats, New York Times. Nice stats. Nice stats. Um, and they also show Adrian Gomez's really lovely, clean, well-decorated apartment and the window shade. Aww. <laughs> Before stay-at-home restrictions in New York, Patrick Hins, 42, left Manhattan with his husband and daughter to spend six weeks at an adorable cottage in western Massachusetts that they rented on Airbnb. One night, Mr. Hines woke up at 3 a.m. thirsty for a glass of water. He said he walked into the kitchen and saw a white man in his 50s wearing a well-worn World War II-era military uniform and cap sitting at a table. It seemed normal in the split second before I realized, wait, what's happening? And as I turned to look, he was gone said Mr. Hines, who is the host of the podcast True True Crime Obsessed. It didn't mean, okay, cool, thanks for that plug. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't feel menacing at all. It almost didn't even occur to me to tell my husband the next morning. If you were to accept the premise that ghosts are real, it stands to reason that some tension would naturally result once their flesh and blood roommates start spending much, much more time at home together. 
John E.L. Tenney, who describes himself as a paranormal researcher, <laughs> me too, <laughs> me too, is a former host of the TV show Ghost Stalkers, estimated that he receives two to five reports of a haunted house each month in 2019. Lately, it's been more like five to ten in a week. Mr. Tenney has seen something like this before. In 1999, immediately before Y2K, oh my God. he witnessed a spike. This is amazing. He witnessed a spike in reported ghost and poltergeist activity, as well as UFO sightings which, in his experience, are also on the rise in this moment. It does seem to have something to do with our heightened sense of a state of anxiety, our hyper-vigilance. Great, if you're going to tell me that UFOs and ghosts are caused by my anxiety like everything else in my life, I'm just going to, like, hard pass on that. Yeah, no, thank you. I don't, I don't want to explain it away with my anxiety. Enough things. That causes enough uh, yeah. problems for us, honestly. I have enough, yeah, I have enough hypochondriac problems that I go to the doctor and they're like, oh, it's your anxiety. I'm like, you gave me a CAT scan. Anyway. Uh, Mr. Tenney has no doubt that the vast majority of these cases in his inbox are completely explainable in nature. When the sun, c- sun comes up and the house starts to warm up, they're usually at work. They're not used to hearing the brick pop and the wood expand. I mean, that's true. He said it's not that the house was making these sounds. They just never had the time to notice it. Or did they? Or did they? Janie Cohen believes she's been haunted since college. The ghost she calls Matthew, a good biblical name chosen in the hopes it would keep him on his best behavior, <coughs> explains Mrs. Cohen who is 26, now we're just bringing Jesus into this, has historically made his presence known in her Nashville home through the sounds of someone running up and down the staircases at night. The noises are not like a house settling or like our cat walking around. She said her husband, Will Cohen, a 31-year-old accountant. It's very clear, it's very clearly to get our attention. Around the same time the couple began to self-isolate in March, Mr. Cohen started to use their guest bathroom so that his wife, a home health nurse, who has been picking up more night shifts during the pandemic, could sleep in without the sounds of his morning routine disturbing her. He has found that Matthew, who both spouses agree prefers Mrs. Cohen, doesn't seem to appreciate these changes. On three separate occasions while showering in the guest bath, Mr. Cohen has been unexpectedly blasted with cold water, but it wasn't just a quirk of the plumbing. Every time, he said, he reached out to find the hot water nozzle had been turned off. (laughs) I think Matthew is a little jealous. I know, I think so. Anyway, then it goes on. Another girl, like, found some stuff she lost. Like, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it just keeps going on little stories, but it's it's more or less just a bunch of little stories of ghosts in quarantine. Well, and you guys can read the rest if you would like. It's on the New York Times. That's why they had so many statistics about ghosts to make you feel like you were smart reading it and not <laughs> sad, I guess. That's interesting because my friend Maggie has always told me that she has a ghost in her... She lives in a townhouse. She moved in about, like, Two, two years ago, a little over a year ago, and she said since she's been quarantined, the activities picked up. Oh, interesting. And she said, I had to order her, I work with her, and I had to order her another wireless mouse because she said she woke up the other morning and she went to her desk and she was like, where's my mouse? And she looked oh my all God. around and all around and it was on the other side of the room on the floor in the corner and it had hit the wall so hard that it was broken. What? So no. I had to order her a new mouse because the ghost got pissed and Whoa, broke her mouse. That's see, that's a good story. Yeah, that's a good story. Yeah, I've that's asked so her. Funny. I'm like, do you want to do like a seance or like oh, yeah, some Ouija like, board shit, that shit out? Because there's a lot of. I wish I could think of like other specific stories she's told me, but there's just a lot of general activity in her house. And right. she's like, no, I don't want to piss them off because, like, it's fine. Like, they broke my mouse probably because they're pissed that I'm home all the time. But yeah, you know. it's like a uh, poltergeist activity. Yeah. So 
that's that's the latest. I will let you know if there's any more, but that was like yeah. a week or two ago that I had to order her a new mouse because it just she said like she picked it up and shook it and it was like rattling around like it had hit the wall so hard yeah. that something got knocked loose. And she didn't even it. hear it hit the wall. No, it was like it happened overnight. And like she has a that's cat weird. and she has a dog, but like Yeah, but they're not gonna be able to do it that hard. No, it was like across the room up against the wall, like it hit the wall and fell. Like and it was oh. all the way across the room. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's a that's that's really interesting. So I guess activity is increasing with people at home and more. I wanna know how that relates to Y2K, but <laughs> Well, Y2K is I blame I it for everything. I remember that. I remember Y2K. I stayed I up, nothing happened. I know. I saw this picture of um it was just a dumb meme online. You know that scene of like Elrond saying like it was ten thousand years ago or whatever from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And it just showed a picture of one of those like computer mice with a ball in it. <laughs> you had to like clean off and I was like, Oh my god, I'm so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna disappear into dust. I remember it get just it would float get, like, away. Dirt and stuff stuck up in it. Yeah. Back in, so back much in cat, my day. So much cat hair. So yeah. much cat hair. Oh my god. All right. Well, let's let me tell my glitch in the matrix story. Okay. And then we can talk about some of your articles that you picked up or whatever or we, just we can just drink on stream. I don't what <laughs> I can tell my story about like my my uh missing time because that might be a glitch in the matrix that too. That is. That is. So you tell yeah, yours and I can a, tell mine. There's a couple missing time ones um that I I I um ran across. But so my story um, it's really, it's not like super exciting, but it's still really fun. It's like kind of like a cool, I don't know, like a beginning of a fantasy book or something. So I um, lived in Scotland, in Edinburgh, Scotland, technically, which is touts itself as the most haunted city in the world. I don't know if that's true. I, I mean, but it is spooky, but it's like in a spooky in a cool way. Mm-hmm. So I was going to school there at the University of Edinburgh for a year. And uh, I would walk. So my house or where I live wasn't a house. It was like a dorm. It was in this area called the Warrender Park Crescent, which was right across from the meadows, which, fun fact, used to be a plague pyre. I mean, this already sounds spooky as shit. Oh, yeah. It was a plague pyre. <laughs> and, like, every day I would look I would look out my window and be like, I want to go dig and I want to go find a skull out there. I want to do it. But no one's like, I never did because I, I didn't want, like... the curse. I didn't, I didn't want, like, the bobbies to come and, like, arrest me <laughs> for digging, like, so, like, get deported and, like, you know. So, anyway... <laughs> So, and outside my window is also Edinburgh Castle and another, like, really spooky church that looked like a big, like, black pointy spire. It was awesome. So, it was was super rad. And this, I was in the dorms, but the dorm was actually an old schoolhouse. Like, old, 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 from, like, 1820. So, even the building I lived in was old. And I, like, my room was, like, the size of a closet. It was very Harry Potter. And so, I would walk to this one, like, hippie vegetarian store down on one of the main streets it was yeah everything was very gothic looking everything there looks very gothic i mean if you look at like no 1820 isn't old there but like i mean there was a plague pyre at the window so like that i guess whatever but um <laughs> I, you know whatever yeah if you look at pictures of edinburgh everything in edinburgh is like just amazing looking so i was walking to go get like a samosa or like a or whatever the hell like at this vegetarian store i go to and I looked over to my left and like I, I had friends that lived in a flat on the left hand side. And I, I like knew where their flat was. And I knew like I, I walked by it nearly every day. So I knew what was on this side of the street. And so but there was this one day when I was walking to the store, there was an, something I had like never noticed. Like right there, right next to this church, like right outside of where I lived that I'd never seen before. 
and it was painted black and it was like you know how like the front of pubs look like mm-hmm. the old wooden like wooden like gilding yeah 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 so it was like half the size of a normal pub entrance with like a locked door all black and in in like gold letters on the top in those like not like the pub letters, but just like ri- like written, like painted. I don't even know. But they were like professionally painted. It said portal. Mm-hmm. It's all it said. It just no. said portal. No. Yeah, it just said portal. And like, I was like, that's really weird. Like, I've never seen this building before. I'd never seen a black building in that, like painted black in that area. Like, it was really weird. So I saw it, didn't take a picture because I was just like, I was, I, I, you know why I didn't take a picture? Because I had like, a, I had one of those shitty old flip phones. So, like, I, even if I had taken a picture, it wouldn't have mattered because it was probably, like, a piece of shit. So <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> or it was, like, it was, like, a, one of those burner phones. But anyway, like, you get, like, it was, like, a br- whatever. It was 2007, so, like, wasn't that It would that just be, like, ago, four pixels. It was 10,000 years. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, I walked by. I was, like, Portal, that's weird. And, like, I'm also, like, doing creative writing and stuff, and I love fantasy things. So, I was, like, oh, whoa, that's, like, a, and, like, you go in, it's, like, a fantasy book. I didn't check it. I didn't touch the door. I didn't. I should have. I didn't do anything. I just kept on walking. Went to get my samosa or whatever. And as I was walking back, it was gone. It was what, gone. What was there? Like nothing. No, I, nothing. I it just was gone. Hate that. It was gone. It was just gone. Actually, I can't remember. If it was walking back that day or if it was the day after. But like, it was very, very, very quickly. It was, like, either that day or the day after, or when I was walking back. It was a long time ago, and I'm 10,000 years old. I apologize. <laughs> but it disappeared very, very quickly. <laughs> that is Mermaid, thank you for gifting a sub to Flying Serious. So, yeah, that was probably one of the coolest, like, paranormal things that I ever had happen to me. Because it was just, like, a weird fantasy story. It was like Harry Potter. Yeah, I was like, like this story. is shit that happens in Harry Potter. And it's like, someone could someone have painted something and, like like done it that quickly i mean sure but like at the same time it was it was again it looked it was really old it looked old like it looked like it'd been there a long time like it didn't look like it hadn't been there it looked like it had it looked like that same wooden old pub like gilding you know what i'm talking about right yeah like the sides the side it was old looking but anyway so i wish that i had gone through maybe i would have like been a wizard but oh well i know it was my chance to get to sigil lost it miss my chance because i was like because i didn't want the bobbies to come get me again think about all the chances you miss out on when you don't take that risk i know didn't want the bobbies to come get me but true story fact was it a real portal fact a similar event did occur in edinburgh in 2007 i mean maybe it was actually a trap because you know most people be like portal cool and then you walk in and it's just like something awful and you're trapped yeah maybe but yeah it's a good story, though, and it happened. I don't know what what the deal was. So, <sighs> now it's your turn. Okay, I will tell you my story, which I'm not sure what the hell is up with it. If it's alien abduction, whatever. But when I was, <laughs> <laughs> who knows what happened to me this day. When I was younger, I don't know how old I was. I think I est- usually estimate like maybe like 11 or 12 or something between, between 10 and 12. I was, like, having a conversation with my mom about something. I don't even remember what, but it was, like, an extensive conversation. And then I remember saying, like, goodbye or thank you or some kind of, like, final statement to end the conversation. And then the next thing I know, 
I am sitting on the floor in my closet. And like I had a like at the house I grew up in, I had like a really big closet with like double folding sliding doors. And like inside of it, I had like a bookshelf and a toy chest and stuff. So I was like sitting the doors. One of the doors was open. It was like still mostly closed. And I was like sitting in there and I had this book about dinosaurs in my lap that I hadn't looked at in who knows how long. It's just, you know, how when we were younger, they had all those cool like zoo books and dinosaur books and like those cool like like magazine sized ones. And I had it in my lap and it had been as if I had been reading it because it was like had been page pages had been flipped to. And then I looked at the clock and like four hours or something had passed. And I did not have any idea what had happened. And I started crying and I asked my mom, like, I was like, what happened? And my mom was like, you just left the room. I don't know what you've been doing. Oh, my God. So I don't know. I don't know if that was a glitch in the Matrix, if that was like a time slip or if that was like I got abducted. (laughs) But that happened to me. And I think about it a lot because I remember like that feeling which I feel like is described in a lot of the ma- the Glitch in the Matrix stories I found, where it's just like your stomach drops and you're just like, what the hell happened? And I was just so young that I was like, who knows? You yeah. Know, it was very scary. Shout out to all the kids who can disappear for four hours and have their parents not check where they are. <laughs> yeah, my mom was like, I don't know, you're just in your room, probably playing Final <laughs> Fantasy or something, you nerd. And, and I was like, just like... You're like, great, I'm in danger. <laughs> I'm in danger. I guess I'll die. I don't know. Thanks, Mom. Yeah, it was yeah. wild. So that's, I think about that story a lot because I have no explanation for it. Maybe it was, we are in a simulation. Maybe I glitched between realities and my brain reset. I don't I know like why. It. Like, was it a message that I was reading about dinosaurs? I don't know what page <laughs> it was. I don't remember what the message would have possibly been. I was just like, ooh, dinosaur book buck wild yeah, that's it's weird and even if it like let's say let's take away all the paranormal stuff even if it's just your brain doing that to you like that sucks too yeah that's scary because it's like, like what's wrong with my brain <laughs> yeah neither another there's no there's no way that could be a pleasant situation regardless of if it's a glitch in the matrix or your brain being a jerk yeah so i don't know i haven't had any brain problems since then so i think my brain's healthy who knows that's good i mean it's not healthy but it's you know I mean, we're all trying. We're yeah, we're all trying, <laughs> trying our best out here. Orso just said I had a plant in my room shake on its own when I was a kid. No, no, I'm just bummed I didn't go through that portal. You know, should have just gone through. But but you can't and I wouldn't think, be you here. Can't, you can't think of the chances you didn't take in life. I know you are who you are today for this choice. It's true. I did go to Edinburgh though because I wanted to be a wizard. Maybe that was my chance. No, you still became a wizard. You were a wizard of craft. Sure. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> oh, boy. I, in the stories I did research, there's actually a lot of Lost Time ones. I actually didn't want to go through too many of the Lost Time ones because I knew that you had that story. Sick story. I still hate the idea that you could just be doing something and then all of a sudden, like, four hours later, you're like, I'm doing something else. Whoops, what happened? It's crazy. Like, just, a, I, it was like I blinked and then all of a sudden I was sitting, like, can you imagine just standing somewhere... And then all of a sudden, you're just somewhere else in a completely different room in a completely different position. Like, you're suddenly not yeah. on your feet. I remember That's that so feeling. Weird. I was like... That's so weird. What the fuck? <laughs> and you're young enough, so, like, you're just, like, I don't know. You're like, what? It's, you wouldn't have been, like, experiencing, like, a medical side effect because you were really young. But. Yeah. 
I was just like, brain cannot compute, must cry now, like, dinosaurs. So weird. So do you want to tell some stories, or do you want me to tell them? Oh, I can talk. I I looked on my forum sources to try and find... So since since we basically found a bunch of stories, maybe we could take turns if you want, just like going back and forth. Yeah, yeah, because I have a bunch of stories that are from Reddit and from a bunch of different articles. Um, There's a good Reddit thread cool. that I just found a bunch of like weird stories, like again, stories from people. So I found a couple on Reddit, but I'm going to start with one on paranormalforum.net, my favorite forum. <laughs> the, the header graphic of this forum is just a great horned owl. And I'm like, what's paranormal about that? That's spooky. It's spooky. It's the spookiest owl, it's which spooky. I would say is the barn owl, but whatever. Yeah, they're like, they're definitely the spookiest owl. But yeah. you know, I'm not here to, I'm not here to spooky shame owls. I'm not here to owl shame. <laughs> not today. Shame. Not today. Not in this hungover holiday. Oh, <laughs> uh, this, this one came from Char, Charla. Char, Charla. And Charla says, So this was a couple months ago when I was doing my taxes at a nearby accountant office, about a five minute walk away from my house. Trust me, this part is important. As I was walking there, I was walking south and a cyclist was going north. So away from me, right? Anyways, only five minutes in and I finally make it to the accountant's office. And what do I see five minutes into waiting for the accountant? That same cyclist going south. But that could have only meant he went around town and started his route again. Believe me, my town isn't that small. There's no way he could have made that circuit in 10 minutes. I don't know, dude. That sounds like the guy turned around. (laughs) But sure. Then then a second glitch occurred when I saw a woman walk past the accountant's office heading south. This was when I just got out of the office. I thought nothing of seeing her going south until five minutes later when I'm home going north. Then I see her walk by my house heading north. But when my wife and I were walking home together, we're always aware of our surroundings and didn't see anyone following us. Not even that woman. It's like she just popped up out of nowhere walking by our house heading north. I basically took a good minute or two having a what the fuck moment at the two glitches in one day. What do you guys think of this? The first one sounds like the cyclist just turned around. Yeah, maybe they fell or something. Like, yeah. I don't know. They could have just been like, I've went far enough today, I'll just turn around. I've done that when I'm walking. Like, I don't always just go a full circle. But I don't know. That's interesting because I don't pay attention to people very much when I'm out and about. Like, the people in my surroundings. So to me, that's really hard to, to say one way or the other. Because... I've never had anything remotely similar happen to me to be like, oh, yeah. Apparently, a lot of people in the comments say that they, they've had this happen to him where they they see a person and then they will have an instance where the exact same person will walk by again, like, very shortly after. And they're like, is that a glitch in the Matrix or is that, like, a doppelganger? Yeah. Um, yeah. So people are just kind of, like, latching onto that in the comments because they've had similar experiences. But have you ever... I've never had anything like that where I've seen, like, even a doppelganger or, like, someone reappear suddenly. No. Like, the only time I've ever heard, like, my dad had that happen to him where he, like... But, like, my dad's, like, a massive alcoholic so like take all that with a grain he also thought he saw jesus in the strip club that's i think i favorite. told that story i was like please say that please say that out <laughs> the loud. jesus he saw he thought he saw jesus in a strip club he once. did so i mean again take it with a grain of salt but like he i don't know how this like happened like uh he for a long time he worked at a jail 
and he had some someone came into the jail who had been like arrested for something like probably drugs because it's mostly drugs like in downtown LA and like the guy looked just like my dad like and this was long before I think it was before cell phone it was probably around the same time I was like in Edinburgh like in college but like apparently the guy looked just like my dad to the point where my dad was like maybe my like dad had another kid whoa yeah it's creepy can you imagine, like, if you went somewhere and he was and saw- at work? So I'm guessing, yeah, I, I'm guessing he wasn't drunk. He was at work. So I mean, <laughs> let's, but let's hope. Let's what choose to say? believe. No, yeah, I just, choose- I can't imagine if I went somewhere and I saw someone that looked like me. He didn't try and talk to this guy. Like he couldn't. Like I don't know. Yeah, I would freak, freak out. Yeah, that's oh, spooky. 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 That was my first story. I say that I don't believe either of them. I feel like that's just a weird, that's too easy for me to be like, someone just turned around or. Yeah, there is a bunch of stories like that where I'm like, this is very easily explained, like, oh, explained away. I know Mm -hmm. it's weird, but like, I also, I feel like the ones that are more realistic from the stories that I read are like how they happen to you where the person has a feeling accompanied with it, Mm -hmm. like a feeling of disassociation, like, whoa, like that's weirding me out like sure you can see like the same cyclist twice but if you don't have i feel like if you don't have that weird like rush that fear you know that feeling of being out of sorts i feel like it's less likely that you actually had an experience but that's just my opinion no i think i agree i agree with you there like you need to have that because that that is what separates something from feeling normal to paranormal right Right, yeah well like this story this one reminds me of yours which is why Uh i picked it out i'm scared but it says this is on Reddit as well from user KLSI832 from eight years ago. It says, this happened to me in third grade and it scared me so bad I started crying and had to go to the principal's office to talk about it. I was in the hallway for misbehaving and my neighbor Tad, a year younger than me, came walking out of a club. <laughs> Sorry, Tad. Tad. Like, have you heard of more like unfortunate 90s name than Tad? Nope. It's um, like Tab Soda. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Tad, a year younger than me, came walking out of a class to my right, passed in front of me, and headed down some stairs. We said hi to each other. About 20 seconds later, he walked out of the same class, passed in front of me, and headed down the stairs. I just stared at him, confused and afraid, and he looked back like, why the F are you looking at me like that? I never realized how much it was like the Matrix deja vu feeling. So, like, it messed them up so bad that they, like, had to go cry in the principal's office. (sighs) Yeah, it's short. But, like, that's weird, right? That is weird. I'm not comfortable with it. And how fast it happened. Like, it's not like that cyclist that could have turned around. Like, that guy went out the door and down the stairs. And 20 seconds later, he came out the door again. Like, that's weird. Yeah, that that sounds like a glitch. That That's, yeah. Because you can't explain that. No. And then to have that yeah. visceral reaction to it, it just means that it's, like, that it feels real. It feels that real. And is that uncomfortable? Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm I'm going to say that that I, I choose to believe that one is fact. I don't know. I'm yeah. kind of thinking of these in fact or fiction terms. And yeah, I yeah. Like that one is fact. <laughs> yeah, that one's that one's really good. This one uh, is about a, par- a parallel universe answering machine. What? So I'll read this one, then you can do another one. Okay. But says this, this is from by in the story, they say their name, which is in all caps, their Reddit name is again, in all caps, Kill all extremists. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, uh, let's, uh, so I'm just gonna, like, skip over that, because they just, they don't say their real name, they just use their red name. 
Uh, This happened about 15 years ago. I called my friend up and he wasn't home, so I left a message on his answering machine. I said, hey, it's me. Sorry, I missed your call. Uh, Talk later. Bye. And then I hung up and left the house. I made no other calls. Later that day, he called back and says, wow, that was quite a message you left. Who was that girl you were talking to? I was like, what are you talking about? I wasn't talking to any girl. Well, as it turns out, the message didn't end after I said bye. I had to (gasps) go over to his house and listen to this message a few times. After my initial message that I did leave, as quoted above, there was a slight pause, and it continues on for another 30 to 40 seconds or so with me talking to some girl. It was my voice, but a conversation I never had with a girl whose voice I didn't recognize. You could compare it to the message I know I did leave, and the two voices were indistinguishable. Not just the voice, but, you know, talking mannerisms. It was my voice. Also, references to my occupation and activities were the same. Basically, in this conversation, I was talking to this girl about going skiing, but I had to go down to my shop and work on a car first, which totally correlated to me. Then the message just stopped. It was recorded on one of those digital answering machines that recorded the message to a chip so there was no tape, so I couldn't have taken taken it and had it analyzed. Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, also, neither I nor my friend had party lines, so that's not an explanation. It was very freaky. I can't explain it. No. No. <laughs> No, I hate that one. I hate that one so much. Ugh, no. Orso, no, no, no. Orso Waxo in chat says, I have noticed that people who look similar also have similar voices. Really weird. And I hate that thought, too. Like, what if it's, like, like a doppelganger or if it is you in a separate reality parallel to our own and it, like, glitched between the two realities? Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, as far as, like, reality things and, like, existence and sentience and consciousness and everything like we know so little and we don't even know what dark matter is like we and that's like it makes up more than half of our universe we don't know what it is so like that kind of stuff messes me up when i think about it i'm like we so could that be another universe parallel to ours that we just don't know how to identify because it's like identified as this dark matter like who knows the dark universe yeah who knows it's gross (laughs) <laughs> don't like it. I don't like it. Makes me yeah, uncomfortable. I don't, like it. I don't like it either. Yeah, mountain links. Uh, the Mandela effect is like a whole thing too. All I know is that it was the Berenstein Bears when I was a kid. It was not it was the other word. Berenstain Bears. Yeah, and now that like we have it's like horrible politics, and like we're in a pandemic, I'm just like it, we definitely just slipped over to the shitty dimension. So we did. <laughs> this is Whoops. where we live now. This is where in we the dark live now. dimension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see how I feel about that after I try to, like, cut my own bangs. Oh, you could do it. You d- Yeah, you could do it. Just don't trust the tutorials on YouTube. Just don't. No! Don't use those. No. But anyway, it is now time for a story from Kayla. Okay. And I'm going to d- sippy some water Please as sip. I continue to feel hungover. Do Sorry. A, do a sip. Sorry, spooky scouts. Your camp counselors just had, had a rough night. Do, do, do a sippy. Do a sippy. Um, this comes from therealconspiracyforum.com um, and Madness Score says reality glitches also known as glitches in the matrix are a phenomena occurring often but not scientifically proven I first stumbled upon it on an image board where people were sharing their own reality glitch experiences after a while I found a complete subreddit which they found glitch in the matrix here are some examples of stories I found online so it looks like he collected a couple the first one he collected is a little short one, and it says, 
We have a breakfast laid on at work every morning, just a simple buffet of eggs, bacon, what have you. Nothing huge, and it's really only to feed about a dozen people or so. I am usually one of the first guys from my team to get to work, and the kitchen was deserted as usual. I walked into the little kitchen. There was a ceramic egg tray thing with 12 eggs in it, like the bottom half of an egg carton with a socket for each egg. All spaces are filled with warm, freshly boiled eggs. I take one, walk over to the garbage bin, shuck the shell. I never heard it called shucking the shell of an egg. <laughs> then I walk like a back corn over. Husk. Yeah, I know. I was like, who calls it that? Then I walk back over to the food and stop dead. There are 12 eggs in the tray again. No one entered the room while I was peeling the egg. I touched the mystery egg. It was the same temperature as the other eggs around it. <laughs> mystery egg. It was an egg. It was a mystery egg. I don't know. That one's kind of weird. So basically, he took an egg, and then he walked across the room. No one else entered the room. And then he walked back, and the egg was back in the the place where he left it, but he also had the one in his hand. That's, yeah. No, I hate it. Did, like, a chicken fly in, poop an egg in the thing. It was hard-boiled, though. It was already hard-boiled. Oh, no. Mystery egg. No. Mystery egg. Mystery was- egg. That one was short, so we do have, like, there are more comments where people shared stories, and there is one, a follow-up one from Brian Wolf, which says, It has never happened to me, but I've heard some interesting stories from friends and colleagues. I used to work in a biscuit factory, and I was often assigned to the night shift. One night, a female machine operator went to the bathroom. After about ten minutes, one of her friends who was standing near the bathroom heard her screaming frantically. The friend ran towards the bathroom and tried to open the door, but couldn't. She called for help, and as more people came running towards the bathroom, the screaming stopped, and they managed to get the door open. They found the poor lady on the bathroom floor, having just passed out. After calling the ambulance, she was warded at a local hospital and was discharged the next day, with no apparent injury or symptoms of any kind. This was when she told her friends what had happened. She said that when she went into the bathroom alone, she thought she heard a noise. When she turned to the corner, she said nothing. Then Mm. she looked back towards the door, and there was no door. She said the area where the door should have been looked like it was just a smooth part of the wall and had been painted a long time ago. How did an entire door, through which she had just entered, disappear, to be replaced by a solid wall in a split second? After panicking and repeatedly banging on the wall asking for help, she collapsed in shock. The next thing she remembered, she was already in the hospital. Oh my god. No one had an explanation for this, but older staff did mention that the factory was built in an area famous for hauntings and other unexplained happenings. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Similar event did occur. That's spooky. I don't like the idea of of going into a room and having no door when I want to leave. And the people from the outside could not get the door open. So from the inside, she said there was no door, and then they couldn't even get in from the outside. Nope. Don't like it. Don't like it one bit. Do not like. Spooky. Spooky. Sippy. Sippy. I know. I'm trying to sippy some water. Sippy. Yeah, that's that's terrifying. I don't like it. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, and there are witnesses, too, apparently. Like, Mm -hmm. that's witnesses, which is worse. But the other people saw it. Do you want to hear a lost time one? Yes, I'm scared, but yes. I do. Okay. This one says, eight years ago, I was living in a two-bedroom apartment by myself with two cats. I had a girlfriend, who I will name Elsa for this story, who lived 45 minutes away on her college campus. Most weekends, 
She would drive into town and stay at my place until she had class again on Monday. We did regular things as we didn't get to see much of each other. We liked to spend time alone together, watching movies, playing games, or the like. Please keep in mind that neither of us were drug or alcohol users, as I have a good job and I can't risk losing. And she just simply never cared for intoxicants. <laughs> we have, there's a tone to this article. Thanks. Oh, all right. I, I feel, I, I'm sorry that we have some intoxicants. I feel attacked right now. <laughs> Nor were either of us on any medication. Damn. So here's the scene. It's Saturday night, 11 p.m. Elsa and I are sitting on the couch watching a movie. I can't remember which. We are dressed, sober, and alert. As we slept in that morning and had plenty of sleep, we are chatting, laughing, talking. The TV is illuminating our immediate area, and I kept the light on the kitchen to provide some ambient light for the living room as well. My cats are asleep in their favorite chair all as well. Everybody is safe and comfortable. Suddenly, without... <laughs> Sorry. It just reads like, I, like I'm like i not a cop. <laughs> like, oh, no. Trust me. It it's okay. Yeah. Suddenly, without any kind of warning or inkling, the jump, as I have come to call it, happened. You know when you're watching dialogue in a movie and they're using two cameras to film? When they switch from camera to camera to capture the one speaking, it's seamless with no clipping, interruption, fading, or transition effects? It was that sudden. We were having a good time together in the living room when, in an instant, I found myself sitting on the foot of my bed, clothes removed, in the dark for about one half of a second. A million thoughts entered my mind. Had something fallen off the wall? Did I hit my head? Did I have a seizure? Was I dreaming the whole time? Where is Elsa? In the scary part, I turn to my right and Elsa is also sitting on the floor on the foot of the bed next to me, clothes removed. Her eyes are the size of golf balls and she's trembling. I realize I am as well. I try to speak and ask her if something happened, but I'm so frightened I only stutter. After looking around the room and realizing we're alive, she managed to ask me what happened. I didn't want to answer in case it was just me and I didn't want to come off as nuts. I just looked at her. After a pause, she started asking me again if I had turned off the lights or removed our clothes or if I knew what was going on. I didn't. Neither of us had experienced grogginess or confusion before the event. Furthermore, we didn't experience any sensations other than fear and confusion after it. No aches or pains, no bumps, bruises, or cuts. I reached for my phone to call my mom and see if a doctor would be appropriate. I noticed that it's not 11 p.m. anymore, now it's 3 a.m. In that sudden instant, uh, that instantaneous change of scene, four hours had passed. Everything in the house had been turned off, and we had been stripped. We went to the ER, as my mom's fear was a gas leak. No signs of toxins or injury were found on either of us. Elsa made an appointment for a CAT scan, which also came back as expected. I explored possibilities like a gas leak, poisoned consumer goods like soda or fast food, neurological malfunctions, and more. But the only thing that bothered me was the fact that Elsa and I lost and acquired the time at the exact same instance, four hours apart. Neither of us witnessed anything that the other didn't and there were no lingering effects. For weeks, I kept bringing it up with her, just hoping one of us would remember something. I browsed forums from all types of sites searching for answers. Every time I brought it up, Elsa would get scared at the memory and just beg me to let it go. I could Um, that sounds like they both got abducted. Oh, <laughs> yeah. This was another Reddit story, by the way. Hmm. No. Well, that sounds like they were straight up abducted by aliens, and they just, like, threw them back home. The aliens were like, never mind, put these ones back. That's Yeah, just put you. these ones back. They're they don't they're not intoxicated enough. <laughs> hmm. Oh my god. What the hell? I hate that. I don't know. That 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 definitely yeah. I don't think that's a glitch. That's aliens. <laughs> Tabnazian. 
<laughs> she wanted to let it go. I know Elsa. <laughs> yeah, I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> All right, you got it. That's funny. You you put that pun in there. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Literally the last line. <laughs> uh, I have one from, I went to a forum and someone collected, which forum is it? Skepticforum.com. Oh. And Go- Godzilla-sama collected... <laughs> Debunk these glitch in the matrix stories, and they are ones that uh, they collected from our glitch in the matrix, which seems to be the largest place of yeah, story, which makes sense. I mean, it's meant to collect these. Yeah, um, that seems like the largest place, and it's definitely got the most variety of stories I found. So, well, this one that he collected that debunk it. He's challenging us to debunk it. I'm ready. Comes from you, border jumper one two three, and it's called the world stop for twelve seconds. Um, So, throughout my life, I've experienced several weird scenarios. Perhaps the biggest Matrix glitch occurred a couple years ago. I was going back home after spending the weekend in San Antonio. I was traveling with my parents and brother comfortably in a fairly short trip. Everything seemed normal until we got to the city about 30 minutes from our destination. A small city we all knew pretty well. While crossing this busy intersection, I saw a slight flash, like when someone takes a picture with one of those professional cameras. I saw the flash about 30 feet in front of us. I closed my eyes, and within milliseconds, I opened my eyes, and we were stuck in traffic. Something felt really weird. My parents were frozen up, not moving completely. My dad had his mouth open, and my mom had a really weird gesture. My brother and I just saw them for a second or so, completely weirded out. After talking to them, they moved and seemed normal. Immediately after, I turned to my side and the car parallel to our lane about 10 feet away seemed to also be frozen up. Like when as kids we played statues and stayed frozen in awkward body positions. My parents by now were unfrozen. They just opened their mouths completely in surprise. I looked back and about 10 cars in all directions were also frozen, even in the middle of the intersection. My window was down and it was a windy day, but I can swear even the air stopped. What freaked me out the most is that the people walking in the sidewalk about 30 feet away from us were also frozen, statue-like. This dog even had two legs in the air. The owner had one while holding ice cream up in the air. Oh no. To the left behind the car beside us, there is an HEB and I could see people far away also frozen up, even some hawks in the middle of the sky. I wanted to open my door and see what was going on, but I experienced goosebumps and decided not to. I only put my head through the window only to see everything still frozen up. From the moment I saw the flash until the moment everything went back to normal, I counted 12 seconds. My whole family experienced the same, but in less detail. My younger brother was crying after looking outside, and my parents were completely freaked out while mom yelled, what the fuck is going on? After those 12 seconds, everything went back to normal. I felt the wind in my arm and the car started running in front, behind, and beside us like nothing ever happened. People continued walking and smiling. Even the hawks started flying once again. I remember passing by the guy who was walking his dog and eating ice cream while getting frozen up and I completely freaked out. A couple blocks later, my dad drove into this parking lot and we stopped. I told my parents what I saw. They and my younger brother corroborated what I experienced, except my parents didn't remember those two seconds they were frozen. We decided to continue our journey home all shaken up and we joked about Maybe the men in black flashed us after seeing something we shouldn't. (laughs) Ironically, on our way home, traffic was much less than normal, and we saw about 20 all-black polarized cars, Tahoes and Crown Victorias, in those 30 minutes left. Now thinking about after that surreal surreal experience, it's not too crazy. 
I know something ki- they add I know something similar occurs in the movie the happening with the difference no no one no one committed suicide here they just froze up I have crazy goosebumps writing this experience has anyone ever experienced something so surreal and vivid it's Ugh. almost like lost time except I was seeing everything Ugh. No, I would I would say like that it would be even I don't know I feel like it's even weirder that like they saw the dog with its legs in the air you know mm-hmm like that's that's weird like otherwise I'm like mm, it's just a dumb flash mob or something but this sounds like it's like legitimately something weird spooky 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 I'm I'm spook I'm sorry everyone. This is clearly, like, not... We're not in our best form today. No, it's fine. I'm in great form. <laughs> great. We're doing great. We're, we're doing great. Doing, we're just doing I'm great. I'm thriving. I'm not thriving. It's fine. <laughs> I forgot who said in the chat, but they were saying how proud they were of us for doing so many Spooky Saturday episodes during these dark times. Aww. It's fun to hang out. I told it's Holly. It's fun to hang out. Yeah, like, it's like... I have a lot going on, a lot of bad stuff going on right now, but I was like, you know what cheers me up? Hanging out with Holly in, in the chat Aww. and having a good old yeah. time. I mean, the, yeah, the good thing is that, like, we all have fun and that's why we do it. Even if, like, I get anxious because being on camera makes me anxious and talking makes me anxious, but I'm all, it's only, like, 10% more anxious than I am all the time, so <laughs> it's really fine. It's fine. It's just a 10% increase. Yeah, it was just only, like, a 10% in- increase, but... Uh, do you want to do one more story? I have, I have tons more, but it's just up to you. Sure. I have another from the, the collected debunk this. Oh uh, yeah. Reddit stories. Oh, what what were people's answers to debunking that? I'm curious. I wonder if anybody said anything. Cause I'm curious like what their debunking answers were. Oh, well, someone, someone says, um, there's a skeptical look on, the glitch in the matrix theory coming from Dr. Stephen Novella, which sounds like a fake ass name if I've ever heard Uh-oh. one. Uh-oh. Don't think you're a doctor. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound like a doctor to me. Doesn't sound um, like a doctor to me. Also wanted to add matrix or even a simulated reality is not possible. There are countless problems with it that I found and read about. However, one of the most strongest is that there is no possible way to create such a powerful computer that would be able to store so much data. It would have to be magic how do because you, humans how and do you all know other doctor? beings <laughs> make decisions, evolve, talk, sing, etc. All these activities would take so much energy and not talking about the problems of hard disk space. It would be more gigabytes than there's possible to make or create. That sounds like a that sounds like a quitting attitude to yes. me because I like- feel like I feel like we just like aren't at that point of technology where we can be like yeah that's fine like quantum computing dude like come on God. doctor I, I don't believe it I don't believe it yeah I don't see anybody debunking this there's just people being like pff, pff, make a computer <laughs> powerful enough and then talk and it's like um we can't per- we can't understand we can't perceive this. Okay, and then they keep talking about the Tooth Fairy, so one of these must be about the Tooth Fairy. Wow. <laughs> they did. I mean, okay. Sure. So I'm not seeing a, deb- a debunk. Yeah, thing. that doesn't sound like anyone's debunking anything. It sounds like a fact. Sounds fact. So we have another one from you, KCBEDO, and it's called He Teleported and I Saw It Happen. Whoa. Oh my God, it's like Matt Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> Delete. <laughs> I've been debating whether to post this for a couple of weeks now, because it's hard for me to believe, even though I witnessed it myself. 
I've experienced a few glitches before and posted about them recently, but I've never experienced anything like this. A little backstory. I'm a female, and I live a couple of houses down from a few guys that share a house. They're I don't company. know if I believe that you're a female if you say I'm a female. <laughs> a little backstory. I'm a female. Like, I am a female. I'm like, the, okay. <laughs> who who Odd says phrase. this? Who? Uh, anyway, that's enough. Go ahead. <laughs> <sighs> their company provides their living quarters for them. That also sounds fake. Anyway. Yeah, what? Who yeah, does like, that? Who, what company is going to pay for your housing? Are they students? All right. You are a human, a human female. A human female, and my friend's job pays for their rent. And no, right. that sounds fake. Mm-hmm. Anyway, a few months ago, we decided that we were tired of sitting around the yard just staring at each other. <laughs> it does sound like an alien, like writing. Like this is what people do, <laughs> like, right? <laughs> like, like what? We are doing human things outside. Doesn't this sound like a human wrote this? A human wrote this. I promise. I am a human. Oh, no, it gets better. So their solution is they bought a horseshoe set. We play almost every day. I have seen humans playing horseshoes. (laughs) Uh, I am really close to one of the guys, Jim. Jim and I have this friends with benefits relationship that I love. That also doesn't sound true. It's perfect for us. Yes, those relationships always work for humans. And they're very healthy. (laughs) Sometimes, though, he acts as though he doesn't want me around at all. He's distant and rude. This doesn't happen often, but enough for me to notice. Other times, he's extremely affectionate, even around the other guys, and very attentive towards me. Because I am a female. (laughs) And this is a healthy friends with benefits relationship that humans participate in. (laughs) Uh, This particular evening was one of those distant and rude ones. I blew it off and decided to stay and hang out anyway. (laughs) I have other friends in that house that enjoy my company. That day, only me, Jim, and Oscar were outside playing shoes. I have other friends. I'm a human. (laughs) Oh my god, it's like Quark wrote this. No, I don't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, okay, anyway, I'm not gonna interrupt again. No, it's you're just, fine. It's no, too much. go ahead. It's too much. I, w- I was sitting in a lawn chair on the south end of the horseshoe pit. It's what? set up for Why us to throw that? north and south. Oscar had just thrown his turn and then walked over to the porch to check his phone while Jim pitched his. <laughs> as soon as Jim was done, he disappeared and reappeared at the north end. It happened in less than a second. My jaw dropped. I was speechless. Did I really just see this? Oscar then yelled, Damn, how do you get down there so fast? He wasn't looking at Jim when it happened, but said he could see out of his peripheral vision that he was gone, then all of a sudden was at the other end of the pit. We kept asking Jim if he was okay, and I told him what I saw. He kept telling me to quit quit messing around with him, and as usual, when something unexplainable <laughs> happens, everyone blew it off, but... But but me, who by that time was almost in tears, immediately <laughs> after that, Jim started acting like his usual loving, happy, attentive self. No more distancing and being oh. rude. <laughs> I can't quite, I can't quit thinking about it. I am human and I love attention. I am a human female and I love it when those are cuddly with me. <laughs> so he, he teleported and then... Uh, yeah, so she's, oh god, this sounds like someone in denial. I feel really bad. This is so good. This glitchy stuff is all new to me. I can't help but wonder if during that quote-unquote teleportation, a different gym didn't show up. 
This would explain his personality and mood swings. I can't explain what I saw, and they think I'm crazy. Even Oscar blew it off despite being a start on himself. So that's just... <laughs> just sounds like he's a dick. Tavnasius, Jim, Oscar, and human female. Just a couple of friends playing horseshoes like normal teenagers. Jim, Oscar, and... Angela? Are these all the names from people in the office? Like... <laughs> Jim teleported... <laughs> Oh god. Oh my god. Debunk that one. Sheeple. Debunk that one. Yeah. Debunk that one. Part of the deep state. They're aliens playing horseshoes. Who plays horseshoes? Yeah, who who? I would I would believe like cornhole. I yeah. I would I mean <laughs> I just like I just can't get over the like I am a human female and I like attention and he was being distant. So therefore, I knew something was wrong. <laughs> This must be a different Jim, because that that would explain his mood swings rather than him being an asshole, an ass, an ass of the hole. And whole. he teleported. He could not have been an ass of a hole to me, because I am a human female. Ugh, I'm sorry to whoever wrote this, wherever you are. Man, okay. Do you have another? Because I... I <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, well, the villain Matt Hardy isn't a human, is he? No, he's, he's three thousand three thousand years old, and he's so a vessel. That's proof. He's broken, Matt Hardy. Get with it. It's proof that they're not human. <laughs> Damn. Not human. Three thousand year old Damascus. Damn. Okay, hold on. I'm bring. I'm bringing it up. I just like I can't. It was too funny. There's some with like children, but like I don't trust those because kids are liars. <laughs> that's true but i when i took my story i was a kid that's true but like it's from the adult's point of view not from the oh, kid's okay. point of view i'm like mm, yeah whatever now nah false yeah false i'm like i don't know i don't trust you kid all right this one's spooky it's about dying okay i died i saw it <laughs> i lived it Either it was another world with the version of me that I that died, or I or I I saw, or I'm going crazy, but I died in all caps. We had a pep rally in school, and after it was finished, we had to go back to class. Well, my friend and I were not into it, so into that, so we wanted wanted to go across the street to Sonics. <laughs> across Ooh. the school, there is not heavy traffic, but if you don't pay attention, you could get hit. Well, I remember walking with him and he dropped something, so I went across the street first. I just saw a red Tahoe heading right for me and I got hit. I remember everything. I remember gasping for air. I remember waking up and sleeping again, then nothing. All of a sudden, I was back in the stadium again and the exact same words came out of the principal's mouth. My friend wanted to go get Sonic, but I was freaking out was asking him everything. I thought it had to be a dream, so I went with him just to see what would happen. He dropped his scuff stuff again, and I waited. To my horror, that same red Tahoe showed up. I told him that I'm going back to school. I'm not di- I ain't dying again. I refuse. I can, still- I can still see the other version of me on that street, just messed up, not even moving. It's spooky. Oh my god, the one I pulled up next is another- is actually the spookiest- <laughs> The spookiest part of tonight is that the the story I pulled up is called I Died But My Death Turned Out to Be a Glitch. What? So is I was prepared. Yeah. No, it's a different story, but it's like no. another one where they thought they died. So that's that's the weirdest thing that's happened tonight is that I had this one prepared. 
I think that one's fake. That sounds like a teenager being like, I need attention. Yeah, that sounds like a that sounds like a teenager being like, whoa, why had this happen to me? It's totally real, not clickbait, not Slenderman, not not hero Brian. <laughs> it's real. I lived it. I lived my death. I lived it. It's real. I, it's not fake. Stussy. Juicy, juicy. This one is from You Confused XX3, and it says, I died, but my death turned out to be a glitch. Oh. So it's, this is uh, from when they posted it. It was very recent. It says, so hmm. just three days ago, I was at a party with my girlfriend and some of our friends, and we were standing around outside of the house when this car rolls up and these really scary guys get out of the car. They started asking for the person who was throwing the party. I think they were mad because they weren't invited. And someone pointed out our friend, who was the host, standing with us. Then they started getting in his face, and me, being me, I jumped in the middle of it all and tried to get them to back off. Then things got crazy, and one of them pulled a gun and I guess shot me. I don't really know how the hell it happened, but the guy shot me and it was so weird. I felt a very odd sensation in my chest that was almost painful, but then everything was just suddenly bliss. It's probably the best high I've ever felt. Don't do drugs, kids. It gets even weirder, though, because as soon as this feeling started to settle in, I started seeing myself from third person, as in I could see everyone screaming and running into the house, the guys fleeing, my girlfriend and my friends cradling my body. It looked awful. It was scary. I think I might have actually been shot in the chest, but everything went by so quickly, so I wasn't really able to tell. All of a sudden, I felt this really quick pulling sensation, like I was being pulled forward, and then bam, I'm right where I was before the guys even came, standing around and talking to my friends. No one even seemed to notice what I just experienced, so after seeing all that, I suggested everyone outside should go in the house, so we did. Then, soon enough, the same guys roll up to the house, except when my friend hosting the party looked out the window, he decided they looked fishy and advised everyone to stay inside until they leave, and eventually they did. I honestly don't know how to even explain what just happened, and hadn't even bothered telling anyone I know because I just don't know how to tell without sounding like a crazy person. Anyone got any ideas how this could have happened? Whoa. Oh, Tabnazian in chat says this sounds verbatim like that Harry Potter Maya Mortal <laughs> fan fiction. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that's that's amazing. I don't remember that fan fiction, but I remember watching videos where someone narrated them, like in high school, but I don't remember the plot, but I believe you. I'm sure that is the plot. I believe it. Oh my gosh. I don't know what you're talking about, the fluffy gentleman. Thank you for the paints, but they said quant- quantum suicide po- hmm. posited by Professor Hugh Everett III. Quantum the theory of immortality. Hugh. I don't. I'm, I feel like this is going to give me give me a brain hurt. <laughs> quantum suicide is a thought experiment in quantum mechanics and the philosophy of physics. Purportedly, it can distinguish between the Copenhagen interpretation of quantum. Me- mechanics in the Everett Many Worlds interpretation by means of variation of the Schrodinger's cat thought experiment from the cat's point of view. Quantum immortality refers to the subjective experience of surviving quantum suicide. Most experiments, most experts believe the experiment would not work in the real world. So the experiment involves a simpler, similar apparatus. I cannot read. Her all said math lady face and I'm like, same. (laughs) Well, let's see. So the quantum suicide thought experiment involves a similar apparatus to Schrodinger's cat, a box which kills the occupant in a given time frame with probability one half due to quantum uncertainty, which I think we're familiar with that, with Schrodinger's cat. Yeah, yeah. 
The only difference is to have the experimenter recording observations be the one inside the box. The significance of this is that someone whose life or death depends on a qubit could possibly distinguish between interpretations of quantum mechanics. By definition, fixed observers cannot. So it's just the the thought that if you're the cat inside the box, you'll be able to determine, like... Okay. So you're in the state of, like, existing and not existing at the same time. And you're experiencing it. And you're able to distinguish. Sure. I mean, that's, like, upsetting. Like, dark matter is upsetting. So, (laughs) like, who knows? Could that be the case? Yes. Yes, it could. A similar event did occur, but I hate it. I don't like it. No. It is very, very math lady face, though. (laughs) But thank you for bringing that up. It makes me feel smarter just hearing it. I know. I feel like I learned something today. Yeah. Well, should we get to stories? Oh, you want to tell some spooky Saturdays? Some stories? stories? Yeah. I mean, some of your shared stories. Obviously, we shared a lot of, like, rando stories, but, like. Let's get, let's get, what has, what has been up with you, Spooky Scouts, during the quarantine? Are there ghosts in your home? Are there... It's time for fact or fiction. We will be reading chilling tales submitted from the community and guessing, are these fact, fiction, or somewhere in between? Use your best Spooky Scout skills to determine the truth. Do you have a scary story to tell? You can submit them to us at SpookySaturdayStories at gmail.com to have them read on the show. Just make sure to include if they are fact or fiction and your name. Is there any new stories from everyone? Yes, there are new stories. I'm gonna throw. I'm throw. I'm gonna throw one at you that All says right. it's a, a a glitch, and it says it. The sign off is a corvid crocastinator, and I think that the hopefully the person who said it is still in the chat because I don't think that they specified fact or fiction. Uh oh. So we'll just have more fun determining it. Because reading these glitch stories and fig- figuring it out for ourselves, Holly. Yeah. We're self-proclaimed paranormal investigators. We are. Anyone can be one, just like anyone can be an, an ancient alien theorist. I'm just saying, it's those true. are degrees you can give yourself. <laughs> you can give yourself these titles. <laughs> it's not like doctor. Like, you, you're not hurting anyone by being an ancient alien theorist. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Let me bring up my story sign. Another high school story, and I don't know if it counts, but when I was in high school, I got really into meditation to help with my persistent anxiety. A few weeks after starting, I started feeling deja vu about everyday things, like waiting for the train and talking with people in class. These got more and more frequent until I started feeling like I had dreamed my whole day the night before, and eventually I was able to predict what people were going to say before they said it pretty consistently. I'd end up going through the whole conversation, just going through the motions, knowing how they'd play out but not feeling like I was allowed to deviate from the script or for some reason. It honestly ended up making me depressed, though, because it made me hyper aware of how boring and unhappy my day-to-day life was. Like everything fun and joyful had been erased or something, so I stopped soon after. No! I think that's fact. And if you're in chat and you want to shout it out, feel free. Sure. Yeah, that sounds facty. A similar event could have occurred. I don't know why. I don't know why meditating would do do that to you, but I feel do, like do, there's do, 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 there's a lot of facts wants, in yeah, here. There's a lot of fact in chat. Yeah. <laughs> Angel said TLDR meditation made me realize my life sucks. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, does that to me too. No. Just kidding. I'm fine. Do 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 do. 
I'm thriving in this year 2020. I'm we sure are. Not, not thriving this weekend. It's I Well, I'm ready. I'm actually ready for the next. I'm ready with the next ready? one. And I do know whomst is this from. Whomst. And whinst it is fact or fiction. Okay. Are you whinst? ready? I don't know. Yes. This one comes from Andrew, a.k.a. Maximum Extruder, but with numbers in it. I'm not sure if this is an experience of a glitch in the Matrix, or we fell into a pocket of time warp, or what, but something strange happened when my friend and I went for a hike a couple of years ago. We went to a national park for a little bit of day hiking. It was spring, and as often can happen in the spring, I had overestimated how much I would need a jacket. Big mood. So, just after leaving the parking lot, I stepped off the trail and I stuffed my jacket into my bag. While I was kneeling on the ground, my friend chatting away about the gorgeous weather, a gentleman passed by us. He was coming up the trail from the parking lot. He was an older man wearing a bright red shirt, and he had a lassie-type dog on a leash. Collie, I think they are. He gave a cheery howdy to my friend, who replied in kind to the chipper. Don't trust a howdy. Hi. Howdy. I finished arranging my backpack and stood up. When I turned to step back onto the trail, I was shocked to see again the man in the red shirt with his collie coming up the trail, again from the parking lot. He smiled and waved, howdy. My friend again replied, hi. Their exchange has the exact same inflections and volume as the first time. After he passed, I remarked at how weird it was. What was weird? My friend asked. I explained what had just happened, but she didn't understand. She said I was being weird or maybe just having deja vu. As I tried to parse what had happened, my head started to hurt and I was getting a little dizzy. Thankfully, as soon as we started moving again, my head cleared up. When we got to the midway point of our hike, a really lovely place where a stream tumbled into the lake we were circumnavigating, we stopped for lunch. I pulled my water bottle out and balanced it on the log next to me. It was a simple task, but it took a little time and effort, enough that when I reached into my bag for my sandwich, I was astonished to find my water bottle still in my bag. This and maybe a dozen other less easy-to-define things happened during the day hike, but the most perplexing thing happened when we were on our way back to the car. Most, if not all, of the trails in this park loop around the lake and back to one parking lot. So when I saw the man in the red shirt with his collie coming up the trail from the parking lot for the third time, my logical mind said, oh, he's just going around for another lap. But as he got closer, I started getting dizzy again. And when he greeted us with the exact same howdy, and my friend replied with the exact same hi, as the first two times, I was properly spooked. When we got to to her car, I said something about how fast he must have walked to beat us around the loop. My friend was confused. I reminded her we had seen the man in the red shirt earlier, right after we left the parking lot. I reminded her that she said hello to him twice already. She replied, that was the first time I've ever seen that man in my life. We've, we've never really talked about it since, as it didn't seem like too big of a deal, but she seemed earnest enough in her confusion. I suppose she could have been pulling my leg the whole time, but the dizziness, the water bottle, and just how perfectly the exchanges happen still leaves me confused. No. That's so weird. Yeah. What was like They had like a whole hike of bad glitch experiences. Also, the meditation story was from Kika. Yeah, Kika. She said it was fact. I hate Kika. Um, also this made me laugh mermaid in chat said this is unrelated but i heard a story on the radio at work today that bigfoot bigfoot researchers are asking people who are going out to try and find bigfoot to wear masks because bigfoot will catch the virus i mean he could (laughs) 
It's transmittable to Bigfoot. I know. For 100%. Don't give him COVID. (laughs) He doesn't have any way to get proper medical care. Oh, my God. Um, I think that's fact. That sounds like fact. I don't, I mean, like, it sounds like they're just having a bad, glitchy day, right? I don't know. Well, chat, let me, let me see what chat thinks. Chat thinks, also fact, I see a couple fictions in there. Well, we got you. That one's 100% made up. 100%? Not even a writer's got you. Not even a faction. That was great. I was convinced. Thank you, Maximum Extruder. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, you, you, we got got. We got got. Yeah, very well written. Great, great, great. So, f- fiction. Our writers made it up. Our writers g- g- did gun got. Gun We're gotcha. all fine here. We're all fine. Everything's fine. We're all fine here. Is more stories? Yeah, this one. Hang on. It's got a little bit more. Boop. There oh, you go. Oh, nice. Oh, it's so this long. This one. Okay. Um, 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 does not have a sign off. Okay. So we just have to decide. We say it's from anonymous, but I do know if it's fact or fiction, but we just don't have a name associated with it. Anonymous. Okay. Okay, It's from anonymous. We're going to do some more story time. When I was a kid, my parents found what they believed to be an end table out on a curb while driving. Apparently it just stood out to them. From what I could gather, they put it in the hall outside my door. A few days after that, I started to suffer suffer from sleep paralysis for the next two years before my parents donated it. At first, it wasn't too bad. I'd heard I'd hear a wet thumping against my door, and then wake up just as it seemed the door was going to break. Definitely one way to get an adrenaline rush, but nothing too horrifying that I ever made a fuss about. I'm sorry, but wet thumping is very horrifying. So, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Then one night, I left the door open a crack since it was summer and I'd cook if I left my door closed. In the middle of the night, I woke up unable to move or make a sound. The thumping started softly as my door creaked open. I couldn't see what had opened the door at first, but as the thumps got closer, what I could only guess was the thing from my previous experiences came into view. Walking up to me, seemingly dragging itself across my floor, was what I can only describe as a man made of melting wax. He was bright red all over, and his eyes were like the blackest black pigment. This thing managed to get itself right up to my bed, looked straight into my eyes, and raised a drippy finger to its lips before going shh. Then it smiled. Its teeth were like hundreds of little needles moving as the thing's smile grew wider and wider. I woke up in a cold sweat, heart pounding. After that, I only left my door open one other time. I had somehow forgotten the image of that red melty nightmare, though how could I as anyone's guess? That night, the thump against the door started. The memory of what I saw hit me like a boomerang, and with a loud bang, my door swung wide open. Nothing was there, not at first. But then my mom walked past the door, seemingly dazed or just tired. I don't know. Right next to her, following behind her, was the melting man. As she kept walking on, it turned its head and looked at me again. It grinned, wider than any person should be able to, and it silently raised a finger to its mouth once again. The next morning, my dad took the end table out of the house, and I never saw it again. My mom was in bed sick for about two days with some sort of flu. I knew it had to be a coincidence, but something told me otherwise, especially since my sleep paralysis stopped after the table left the house. (laughs) Hate that. Don't like it. Don't want it. Oh, it's so scary. That's a really scary story. I've never heard of sleep paralysis. The only thing that makes me think that it's fiction, not that it's not wonderfully written and spooky, is that I've never heard of sleep paralysis um, 
creatures with that much definition. But yeah. it's possible that it's a fact and this is their experience, but I feel like I feel like it's usually sleep paralysis, you don't get that much detail. It's true. It's usually like a shadow with like maybe the light of eyes, right? Yeah. Yeah, or something like uh it's usually just like it's not like uh something that's and a lot of times no color. I don't think mm-hmm. there's usually color, but I don't know. What was it? Was it what was chat thinks it's fiction. I'm seeing a lot of fiction. And you think it's fiction too, right? Yeah. So, uh, Snuggles, thank you for signing Twitch Prime. What well, is it? You got it. This one's Whoa, made up. It was made up. We got it. Was it was made up. No faction here, all fiction. That was a really good story though. It's such a that's a spooky, really spooky image mm-hmm. of a smiling wax creature. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like like drippy. And we don't we don't know who it was from. This one did not have a sign off right. on it. All right. Well, thank you, Anonymous Ghosty. It was a great story. Um, and it was spooky. It was quite spooky. One of these days, like, I want, I, like, wouldn't it be creepy if one of these stories that isn't true, like, someone experienced the same creature? Like, we made a tulpa and it just appeared. Oh, no. Hate that. Don't. <laughs> stop. False. Like, it was made up, but then all of a sudden, it's real. Like, we make, we bring, like, the one we that I fear the most- it? Is that, like, weird wooden mask thing Oh, no! Oh, what if it became real? That's a story in of itself! I hate that. I did. That's like a Goosebumps <laughs> book right there. I know! Ugh. Ugh, ugh. Oh, I think it was Big Bad King Boom Boo who sent it, because in all caps they said, I got him! So- got him! Got him! Oh my gosh. I have one, I have one pr- pr- pulled up and ready. All right. So, this one says, this one comes from Jones, because it starts off by saying, hello, you can call oh, sorry, me Jones. Oh, it sorry, it was Behemoth Pulse, not Big Bad King Boom Boo. Ooh. Thank you, Behemoth. Oh, no, the, sorry, Behemoth Pulse was the wood mask. You're all, it's just one of those days. Behemoth yes, Pulse, be, yes. stop. We're still scared of that, Behemoth Pulse, so I, I thank you for that. a lot. Yeah, Ugh. it's still, it's still messing me up. All right, it's story time, here we go. This one comes from Jones, and Jones says, I have been experiencing paranormal phenomena all my life, but the following is the most recent. I was at my sister's place discussing past ghost experiences with her and her husband in the kitchen. Stories were shared and good times were had, and it turns out we have been experiencing similar phenomena in the same places without ever talking about it before. But as I sit there in their kitchen, watching out of the window into the woods that spread past their yard, I see about a tennis ball-sized translucent gray orb appear behind a branch of a tall tree and start to slowly descend for a couple of meters before vanishing. No! I describe what I saw to my sister and her husband, expecting a surprise reaction, but they just look at me calmly and explain that they see those small gray orbs all the time. And then they show me a video of their one-year-old son playing in their living room. In that video, one of those small gray orbs appears out of thin air next to their TV shelf. This one was about a centimeter across. Then the little gray orb zooms past their son, and right when it passes him, he seems to react to something going past as he Ah! stops playing for a second, right when the orb thing is next to him. And then, about 40 centimeters past the boy, the orb just vanishes as quickly as it appeared. Keep in mind, they hadn't told me about these before, and my first experience experience with them was seeing one with my own eyes even before the video. What do you think they are? Luckily, they don't seem to be harmful. Oh, they don't seem to be harmful? (laughs) Not yet! (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god, I hate that's the things those are I'm sorry, but those are the things I hate the most out of anything is like amorphous alien robot like silver orb thingies. Like I just can't handle it. I just like can't. Like if I saw that, like if outside my window and there's something floating there, I would be so scared I probably wouldn't be able to move and I'd like poop and pee myself. <laughs> I would just just give up. That's it. Done. I would just give up. Uh, Zach's are 42. Thank you for supporting me. Tier 2. Thank you. Thank wow. you. Wow. Um, God, I hate that. That's a great story, though. I just, like, I don't want it to be fact. I'm just going to say fact, though. I don't want it to be fact, though. It looks like chat agrees. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Well, you got it. This <laughs> one's real. No, no, I don't like it. Why? Yeah, it says this story was true and happened <laughs> two days before I wrote this. And it was sent to us six days ago. So it's been about a week <laughs> no. since it happened. No. <laughs> no. Who sent it in? Does it have, did they say who sent it in? They said they said their name is Jones. Jones. Okay. No. No. I hate that there is a video of it. Jones, if you're listening... If there's any way for you to get us that video, this is Ooh. the content we crave. This is the content we need. Yeah, this is the content we crave. So if you have this video and you you can send it to us, um, obviously we can blur faces or do whatever we need to, but uh, we would love to see it. We would love to show it to the Spooky Scouts to further freak us all out. Um, so if you're listening and you have it, send it our way. But... I also hate it very much, and it's my greatest fear are little orb things. So, remember, if you send in stories, and they are fact, if you have any kind of, like, photos to go with them, or drawings, like Behemoth Pulse did, we love seeing that stuff, because it just gives us such a cool, like, like connection to the stories. Even if it's a false story, you send us a drawing, it'll convince us even more. It'll, it'll, we'll get got. We'll get got, yeah. We'll get got. Um... Is that it for our stories? Are they, are we, do we have any more? Are we? We have a couple longer ones, so I'm going to save them. And then we have a couple short ones. So maybe we can close out with a short one. But I don't think that the short ones tell us fact or fiction. All right. But this one comes from Tavnazian, who I think might be in the chat right now. Maybe still. Yes. So they can tell us, they can give us the, the, the answer after you're done. Sweet. So this is a okay. prefaced as a quick story. All right. Are you ready for a quick story from Tavna- Tavnazia? Here we go. Weirdest one I ever had. Guy comes up to me outside the grocery store and gets super excited to see me. Hey, not my name. Great to see you. How's your dad? Me. Uh, my name is Tavnazian. <laughs> In brackets, obviously. Uh, you got the wrong guy. Guy apologized and said, I'm the spinning image of his friend Mark's kid. I go home and the same guy is in my house. My mom tells me she found more of her bio dad's family and introduced me to my uncle Charlie. What? I say, I guess you just got our names wrong outside the store today. Dude looks at me confused, says he's never met any of us before. And he flew in from Chicago that afternoon to meet my mom and us. No, that's awful. What? No. That's so weird. Like, what is even happening? There's, like, a million glitches happening there. Like, the same person? Like, ugh. Or doppelganger? Yeah. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. 
So no. Tapnazian, let us know. Fact is this fact yeah. or fiction? I think it's fact. I think it's fact. I think they said like in chat that it was fact. Oh, okay, yeah, I think it's fact because that seems like yeah, that's awful though. Believable. I don't want to find anyone in my house. <laughs> I don't want to go anywhere and find anyone in my house afterwards. Being like, I didn't see you. And I'm like, ah, no. Ugh. Oh yes, oh, Tapnazian confirms. <laughs> I don't know how fact. you. Would- yeah, fact, fact, fact. Oh, so scary. Well, thank you. Even short, like, little short stories like that are perfect, because they're perfect for us to throw in there when we have less time. So thank you, Tavnazian. Angel uh, just messaged me that they sent me one on Discord, so do you want to finish out with this quick one? Sure. I can read I can read this one. Sure, sure. Let's do okay. it. Let me know when you're ready. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Tavnazian update. He's actually a really nice guy. <laughs> oh, that's really nice, then. That's nice. <laughs> Oh, I'm still messed up from the orbs. Okay, story time. I hate orbs so much. I hate it. Okay. (laughs) This one comes from Angel. I had a cat who was my best friend as a kid. We called him Puddums. We got him when I was seven and was the best thing in my life. I'd spend all my time with him, playing with and snuggling him. He was a sweet boy who'd always come to you when you were sad, give you a little meow and start culling with you. 19 years later, Puddums passed away at the vet, just a block away while getting treated for a serious infection. A couple days later, I was doing some cleaning by the bathroom, his favorite place to nap since it was nice and cool in there. I was thinking about him when suddenly I hear a little meow in the same tone and timber he would always had. It's not abnormal to hear or feel your pets after losing them, but the part where it gets creepy is, I was in a voice call with my girlfriend, Izzy, and as I'm recoiling from the sound, she says, who just meowed? <laughs> No putums, putums, putums. That's kind of sweet, but putums. It is kind of sweet, but it is also scary. Fact. I think that one's. I think fact. I, I think, think it's, fact. I think it's fact. I'm gonna say fact. Putums from beyond. Putums just trying to get on the phone. What is it, Angel? It's fact. It's fact. We got it. Oh, man. We got it's it. It's fun when we can guess together. We got it. I know. It. I like it when we can guess together. That was good. <laughs> Putums. Putums. That's very what sweet. a sweet name. That's a sweet name. Oh, well, what a ride. What a ride, what a ride tonight. Ride. What a ride today. We've both had a week. Still hungover. Yes. Talked about some human games. Humans? Like, horse, like horseshoes. Like the humans play. Like the humans play. Um, lots of glitches. I like, they were all really interesting stories because it's like at the same time, we don't, like, we know you guys send them in, we know if they're fact or fiction, which gives us a little bit more like credibility. But I feel like the ones that we read online, like, we all kind of as a group have to decide, like, okay, does this sound like BS or not? Like the teleporting yeah. one, we were just like, this person, something is wrong here because I am a human female. Like, we can all have like a or like the one about high school you know so i feel like we all get to make these uh make these decisions together and it's a very bonding experience for all of us it's true and those listening in the podcast we hope that you also get to have these questions and please if you're listening to the podcast send us in a story because we Love you, too. <laughs> yes. You send it to SpookySaturdayStories at gmail.com, and you can let us know if it's fact or fiction. Or if you're able to be in the chat, you can not let us know, and then both of us can guess, because that would be fun. It is fun. Yeah. It will it's be a, fun. It's a good time. It's a good time that we have as humans. 
Yeah, that was great. I am like, don't know why I'm so tired, but I, who knows? We're in quarantine. There's ghosts in our houses. Who even knows? There's honestly, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Honestly. There's a lot going on. But we appreciate you showing up. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, thank you again. Uh, if you want to throw a dollar or two into the pot and support Spooky Saturdays as a show, we have a coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is linked on our website, SpookySaturdays.com. Uh, yes. We also, um, what else was I going to say? I just we have a Discord. It. We have a Discord. We have a Discord. That's what it was. Through SpookySaturday.com as well. Please join us on there. We also talk about Animal Crossing on there. We do. Holly has a Patreon at Patreon.com slash Holly Conrad. Right? That's your Patreon? Yes. And you have a Patreon. Yes. And mine's Patreon.com slash Kayla Klein. And Woo-hoo. talk about... The, the new website launch and the cardigan pre-order, because that's the big news of the week. It is. We, well, we've been working really hard. Uh, this has been in the works for like six months. Yes. There's been six months of this, of trying to get these cardigans out. Our first, so we retired Trash Coven and have rebranded it We Crowing Hens, which is also going to be like all of my new videos and all kinds of fun things. But the store is also We Crowing Hens. And, uh. We've rebranded it, and now we have our first custom clothing item, which is very exciting. So we have uh, two cardigans. They're warm and snuggly and wonderful. Um, You have yours with you, right? But it's too hot. It's too hot in there. I did not wear it because it is like 80 degrees out. But But they're wonderful. And uh, yeah, so because of COVID and everything, everything was delayed. Uh, but I'll be adding blog posts and things to the site. Um, I'm actually going to be doing a lot of blog posts on witchy stuff. I have a lot of uh, a zine review coming out, and re- I've been like reviewing some spell books. Yes, it's I'm green, so excited. So I'm it's ready. It's not going to show up, but oh, this, it, this well, book, that's even spookier. This book I'll be reviewing is the spell book for new witches, and I will tell you if it's if it's cool or not. Um, so just lots of fun things that I'm just like making making some fun. Some fun stuff. Just getting back on it. But I'm really proud of all the stuff that we've been doing. And I'm glad that we did it. So Yes. I'm very proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. This is at WeCrowingHens.com. And you can pre-order the cardigan right now. And keep in mind, it is a pre-order. So they need to be produced. So... It's, it's going to take like, a while. Yeah, they'll be they'll probably be to you when fall rolls around. It's going to take summer to have them produced because they are custom made in a fa- like in a factory. Yeah, um, like a real a real place where they a make real clothes place where they make custom clothes. This was a custom made design and a custom cut and everything that we had made. Um, so keep that in mind. So I know it's hot right now and it's getting hot right now. If you're in the U.S. In a lot of places, but it'll cool back down by the time. Yeah. This by the time to your you. your surprise card and cardigan arrives, that you'll probably have forgotten that you pre-ordered, and it'll be a treat. <laughs> a treat to yourself. Because that's what happens to, your to me self. sometimes. That happens to me all the time. I always forget I order <laughs> stuff, and I'm like, wow. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, thank you all, and again, thank you all for the support. We super appreciate it, and make sure that you're all staying healthy and wearing masks and doing all that, and. uh yeah, we'll see you next week. I'm not sure what we're going to talk about next week. There was we'll something. Yeah, we'll figure it out. There was something I was thinking of, and I can't remember it right now, but it'll be fun. But be great. Take, yeah, take care of yourselves, and we will all see you. I'll see you Monday for Mental Health Monday, and then we'll see you back on Saturday for Spooky Saturday. So get out yes. there and send us some stories. 
All right. Send us some stories. Watch some wrestling. Rip Vanguard 1. Yeah. Watch, watch some wrestling. R.I.P. What was your cat's name, Angel? Oh, put Putums. Putums. R.I.P. Vanguard 1 and Putums. <laughs> so sad. This is going to be bless. Bless. Bless up. Bless up. Bless up. All right. We'll see you all next week. Goodbye. Thanks, Goodbye. everyone. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us for Spooky Saturday. I'm Kayla Klein, and you can find me at KaylaKlein.com or on social media as at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I. And I'm Holly Conrad, and you can find me on social media as at Holly Conrad or at Commander Holly. And you can find our clothing store at TrashCoven.com. We hope you enjoyed learning and speculating with us tonight. If you want to find out more about Spooky Saturday and becoming a Spooky Scout, you can find links to our social media, Discord, and more at SpookySaturday.com. Spooky Saturday airs live every Saturday on twitch.tv slash hollyconrad at 3 p.m. Pacific.